Thanks, Cheeky Monkey Brewery, you ripper. You. Sounds good. I feel like a bit of a cheeky monkey <laughs> after a couple cheeky monkeys. <laughs> G'day, g'day. Welcome to the Old Surf Podcast. Namu here with you. It's a fine Friday afternoon, TGIF and all of that. To my right, we have T-Bone. How are you, mates? Good, Namu, mate. Stoked it's Friday. Father's Day weekend approaching. Oh, you beauty. So, so looking forward to that, mate, on Sunday. Wonder what um, cardboard treats we have in store made mm. at school for on Sunday morning. Maybe get some breakfast in bed, I don't know. It looks like there's uh, maybe a wave around or two. Yes, there is. I'll be surfing. I don't know about breakfast in bed, um, but I know the kids have knocked up a few things. But uh, yeah, hopefully surf in the morning, then uh, head off to a a brewery for a couple of brews. Doesn't sound too bad at all. Cheeky Monkey Brewery, no man. Cheeky Monkey, of course. Why would you not? This episode, as usual, is brought to you by the good folk at Cheeky Monkey. Thanks for ongoing support, Brent and the team there. Now, must uh, must say that Adzi is not here today. So uh, all the Adzi fans out there, I know I'm speaking about his mum. Uh, he's not well. He's uh, He's got a little bit of the man flu. And man flu, old Adzi. Little man flu. He won't be joining us today. And uh, But that's all right. He's... Um, yeah, he's, everyone's got to have a little break sometimes. He's been working hard and, um, yeah, so that's all good. But we have plenty to talk about in Adzi's absence. And one thing that I, I should mention, start with the bat, is that the Surf 100 in Mexico has just been released this morning. The Stab Premium uh, Surf 100 with, I think it's Mason, Mikey February and Dane, Dane Reynolds. Dane Reynolds. Uh, fuck, what a combo. Fucking First of all. All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to load this up at the five, countdown at five and we're going to press play. So if you want to listen to this whilst watching at the same time as us, could be a bit of fun, a little bit of interactive Broward Surf podcast, T-Bone. Sick, mate, sick. Great. All right, so what we're going to do is we've got, we've got it loaded up to five. On the, They did a 100 countdown, you know, tying in with a 100 theme and we're going to go three, two, one and press play at the five countdown. So... Zero zero five, okay. Three, two, one, go. So it's now counting down to four, and we'll just let that run in the background because I'm sure there'll be some preliminaries before the actual surfing starts. Um, I remember the last surf 100 demo. We were in the board store recording after the North Point session. We certainly were, and it's, this is a little little bit, bit more low key than that one. But um, having the local event it was a bit of a, a special. Occasion for everyone, wasn't it? It was. It was a sick time. Boys are flaring, absolutely flaring. A couple of couple of cold ones, and um, yeah, geez, I think that might have been around about the time. I don't know if it was that night, but around about the time when Azzy hurt his knee. I think it was. Might have been a bit of rock and roll wrestling after um, Surf One Hundred wrapped up that night. Got pretty rowdy with the boys, and so we've got we've got the Seven Hundred on now. And we've got Mikey Fabry flaring on a twin fin as usual. Now, T-Bone, what's been going on, mate? I know that the uh, finals are on next week. They are, Namu. Big news, mate. Rip Curl WS finals kicking off on the 9th of September. Well, the waiting periods from the 9th to the 17th of September. Yep. I had a little squeeze at the forecast. It's still a while off yet, but Surfline predicting uh, a pretty good chance of, um, yeah, above average surf. So, a bit of waves, yeah. 
So it's going to be pretty interesting. Um, they got to pick the eyes out of it, Nami. Um, because yep. really they just run on one day. So we'll um, so men and women on the same day. Men and women, I believe, on the same day. Uh, I know last um, podcast, the podcast before, we were sort of talking about the actual structure of the um, how the final five works. Now, do you want me to just to cover that off briefly? I think we're all across it, mate. All right, then no, I won't yeah, cover just it off. Do a quick one. No, five, five against four and all the rest of it. Yeah, that's it, mate. Five against four. Um, then obviously the match one winner against three. Then the match two winner against two, and then one in. And the match winner of three goes against, obviously, Gabby, um, and it's the best of three. Yeah, so that's the only best of three one is the final. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, so Gabby has to serve twice regardless, um, as in best of three, two heats. You probably just take it out in two heats, and that's everyone's been messing around, doing all the rest of it, and then he just takes it out in two. Goes home back to Brazil with his third, third what championship? Yeah, third. And um, Are you putting money down that he's going to take it out, huh? Mate, as the uh, up the fucking swellings would say, hashtag Khan Morks. I've got a, a little bit of money on Morks to win the win the whole shebang. Hasn't he come from fucking nowhere? Um, you got to back the Morks, mate. Yeah, I'm definitely backing the Morks. I'd love to see Morks, um, Morks or Connor, you know. But um, I'm backing Morks. Khan, the power surfers. You read a little bit of background on Morgan, and it really has come from nowhere. 2018, if you remember, Nami won that QS 1000 at uh, Mandra. Yeah, yeah. So, um, for those of you that don't know, Mandra is known for its crack smoking and um, its occasional V8, occasional V8 cars, V8 cars, crack smoking, and uh, canals. Yeah. Well, it's I think it's it's called Mandra, but I think they call it uh, Methdra. Methdra. Doesn't really roll. So apologies the to the Mandra listeners. <laughs> I should say that actually. No, it's a good town. Good town. We've yeah, we've got a few mates in Mandra. So just kidding, boys. Okay, <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Yeah. just kidding. All right. So getting back to one hundred, we've got Kolohe on the screen. He's uh, looking pretty relaxed in his uh, flip flops, as the Kiwis call them. And um, who's out in the middle, mate? Do you know who that is? That looks like is that Ev- Evan Geiselman? No, I don't think so. No, I reckon that's that guy who's a um, a bit of a. Oh no, it's not. Sorry, yeah. He's he rides alternative yeah, craft. Yeah, Brett. Uh, can't think of his, can't name. his name. He's a Volcom yeah. surfer, anyway. Um. So yeah, what were we saying? Yeah. So Morgs has come up from the Mandra win a one thousand back in the day, a couple of years back, back in the day, and uh, obviously he qualified in two thousand and nineteen, and then you know following that he dropped the the classic film postcard from Morgs, which uh, I think a lot of people enjoyed. Yes. They certainly did. Born the Corn Deadly was behind that, right? Born he produced that. That was, an, that was a sick little um, edit, postcard from Moore's. Great little film from it featured all the all the Rip Curl crew. Back to the golden age of filmmaking when it was a bit of humour and a bit of uh, comedy a la your uh, Kong's Island style filmmaking, T-Bone. Mate, it was absolutely awesome. I loved it. Yep. But, you know, Morgan, if you if you look at, um, you know, how his year went to qualify, um, you know, to be in the top five, I mean, he officially got his campaign underway. You know, he beat John John at Newcastle. That was... Uh, no, a, it was start at pipe, mate. Yeah, sorry, he started at pipe. So, he got a 17th at pipe. Yep. Got knocked out by Gabby. But then, obviously, um, we had um, Sunset uh, cancelled and we went to Newcastle. Morg's got a third. Fucking third at third for the Morgs at Newcastle. It's pretty sick. How that, good. That was a great little um, start for Morgs. Home break though. Yeah, beaten by Gabby again. 
Um, but he did beat John John, as as I just said before. And then um, obviously the Rip Curl Narrabeen Classic got a fifth. So once again, done really well. Defeated by Gabby again. So he Gabby's got, becoming. He a got a fifth at Narrow, did he? He did, mate. And then a second, obviously, at Rotto. So, um, yeah, really consistent year from the Morgs. And um, it's what you need to get into that top five. If you're in the top five, anything can happen on the day. I'm going to put money down that a natural footer is going to win the WSL title <laughs> this year. So you reckon um, Medina and Italo are going to lose? Yes, yes. So, so I, you I, reckon Felipe is in the box seat? Felipe and uh, even Connor, if, if it's above average conditions and there's a bit of size to it, can Connor Coffin be the first um, surfer from California to win a world title since Tommy Curran in 1990? Tommy. I reckon that Morse is going to take out Connor because I reckon Morse has got a bit more of that sort of far, far off the top, whereas I think um, Connor's power calves, although appreciated by the judges, uh, I reckon Morse is going to take him out. I think Connor's just got to lose his fins uh, a bit more because, yeah, you're right, uh, Morgan has got a little bit more edge, sort of gets a little bit more radical in some of his turns, gets his fins out of the water. Uh, gets those, gets that tail sort of um, spinning a little bit. So spinny spin spin. Connor will need to get a little bit more progressive. I mean, everyone knows him as a, uh, I guess a, a carve rail surfer, great tube rider. But he did show glimpses at Rotto that he's got a, you know, he's got, he's got a bit of a um, uh, an no, air game. He's got air game. Don't worry few, about that. He's got a few turns up his sleeves that Don't can worry um, about that. Can get some points. Yeah, so um, just uh, well, my thought is that whoever wins the first game, the first heat, um, Connor versus Morgs, I hope they take the title. Well, nothing uh, against our Brazilian friends, we love you over in Brazil, but uh, yeah, it'd be good to see someone else take the title for the first time a little bit. If you can get past Philippe, obviously Philippe's uh, his, his new Mired hometown in is controversy, um, mate. It is yes. mired in controversy, yeah. Philippe. Hey. So living in Trestles now, what was the go of uh, Philippe? What's- well. The, the word on the street was on, well, I'd say the street, the street is beach grit, beach, beach grit, just turned German there, T-Bone. Um, the word on the street at beach grit is that he he uh, upset some actual locals and uh, was told to get the fuck into the beach. Who do you think you are? Are you a local now? I, I don't think you are. So who was it? You know, mate? Yeah. No idea. Unnamed local junior. So uh, Philippe's old man wasn't happy with that though. That that, that little um, post by Beachgrid. Did Ricardo, you see, did Ricardo, you see Ricardo Toledo's Toledo. uh, reply to Beachgrid? I didn't know. What what did he say, old Ricardo? He basically said the boys are talking a pile of shit. Um, and is it's this a, in Brazilian or in English? No, mate? it's in English. Okay. Um, yeah. So I guess what Beachgrid reported, um, Ricardo, that's a lot of shit never happened. Well, so someone's telling, someone's not telling the truth, are they? Ah, yeah. Either Chaz or Ricardo. I don't know if you'd uh, consider either of them particularly trustworthy, would you say? <laughs> someone's talking up a bunch of shit there. So uh, oh, I guess we'll probably, probably will, probably won't find out. Who knows? It'll come out in the wash. But um, going back to what you said about Morgan and Connor, I mean, they will face Philippe. I. I can't see either either of them beating Philippe. I am putting money on Philippe being the natural footer to, to, to take it out. I, I think he can do it. If the lefts are shit and it's all right, I think I think he can win. Now tell me, I didn't I didn't do yep. my, my checks, Nami, but who was the last goofy footer to win at Trestles? Oh, was it Luke Hagan? 
Fuck, I don't know. Pretty sure Luke Hagan won there once, didn't he? But if someone can let us know, but I'm pretty sure it's been dominated by natural footers yeah. over the last few years. Yeah. Jordy well, Kelly, Mick. Jordy Kelly, Mick. Um, B. Derbage took the win out there one time. Um, did TB take a W at Trestles? Might have, might have. Maybe, yeah, not sure. Looking at it now on the CF100 and it's, um, oh no, it's not Trestles. No, that was Trestles, yeah, sorry. But they're back to Mackie now. Um, you got the winners of Trestles there, too. Mate, I have Namu. Um, fuck, I was right. Uh, so we've got, let's see, come back here, please. Past finals, we've had Andy. You're right, we had Luke in 2002, Richie Lovett, Joel Parco, Kelly Bede, Kelly, Kelly, Mick, natural, Kelly, natural, Kelly, natural, Kelly, Taj, Geordie, Mick. Namu, you're right. So there's been natural footers that have. Have won since trestles 2002. since 2003. So Luke Egan was the last one. Luke Egan was Man, the last one. 100 points for Namu. That's a remarkable memory, mate. Well and, done to me. And even the last, the last Goofy to even be in the final was 2011. Owen Wright. So uh, you know, there's odds on that a natural footer is going to take this out. Well, based on that, you would think so, wouldn't you? Um, so. I guess there's no no goofy footers since 2003, which means Italo and Medina have both never won there in a CT at least. No, they haven't. And, and the last, <coughs> I mean, 2017 was, uh, that's when Philippe beat Geordie. Yeah, so based on that, you'd have to say Flippy is in the box seat to take the title. Well, that's that's my pick now, man. And I just think he's got, the, he's got it and he's obviously living in um, San Clemente and when he's not getting told to go in at trestles. Uh, <laughs> By a I mean, junior. I'd say he would have been surfing there the hell of a lot since Mexico. So that is my tip. Oh, look at these Mexican points. Mikey Ferry just pulling into the pit. Is that the same location as the Mexico CT? I don't think so. I think it's one of the other points. Um, How's Mikey Ferry's style? So good. He's fully lekebu. So smooth in that. Fully lekker. Okay, so we have talked about the men's. Give us a bit of a rundown on the leaders. Well, the leaders, so we've mentioned the top five before. All I can say is hashtag go Sally. Well, I'd love to see Sally do well, but I'm going Steph Gilmore to uh, have a crack at getting her eighth world title. Yeah, I'd love to see that as well, but I also would like to see Sal get her first because she's got the progression, she's got the willpower, she's got the get up and go to just take it to the, all the other girls on that on the, in the finals day. What position is Sally in? Sally's in third. Third, so she's got a pretty good shot, middle of the range. She's got a couple of heats to build up momentum before she takes on Carissa in the best of three at the end. Give us the top five, T-Bone. Well, you've got obviously Kristen, number one, Tatiana, number two, Sally, three, Steph, four, and Joanne DeFay yep. in five. I reckon Joanne DeFay will, will get dusted by Steph. Steph or Sally, whoever wins that, will take out Tati, I think, on her backhand, like you say. Um, the natural footers tend to dominate out at trestles, so I reckon it will be either Sally or Steph versus Carissa in the final. I agree with you, Nemi. Um, I was just trying to look up the stats for uh, the, the women's CT event at Trestles. I just couldn't find it. Probably, but, we'll probably um, be able to find it. It's, 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 uh, they've had the swatch. Too far back. They've had the swatch pro there a couple of times, haven't they? Uh, but um, yeah, I'm I'm rooting for Steph. 
T-Bone's rooting for Steph. I'm rooting for Sally. And, um, yeah, we'll have to have a, maybe have a cube of cheeky monkeys on it, mate. Why not? There's a few sitting in my garage. <laughs> There's none sitting in my garage because I've been drinking too much of those damn tasty beverages. All right, so we, we're our sort of you think and I think Philippe Toledo or Morgs is going to win. Uh, and either Sally or Sally, Steph or Carissa. Mikey Fabry is on the screen right now. Is, and, it, uh, is he just a free surfer now, Mikey? Miles, or is he, uh, Miles Davis missed Joy Division on on water. What a what a description. Hasn't ridden a shoreboard in three weeks. Well, there you go. He's, uh, yeah, wow. Too happy you buy Channel Islands and also a uh, twin fin there. I think he'd be pretty happy with the twin. Um, yeah, okay. So what's next on, on our uh, little agenda? We haven't got uh, Azzy with us to, yeah, just keep talking all the way through things. So... What's uh? What else is going on, man? Well, they did. I mean, they did announce the twenty-two championship tour qualifiers. Yes, um, we weren't too sure about that um, a couple of weeks ago. So I think they announced it a week ago. So you've got the the women's and the men's twenty-two tour qualifiers. Um, no, no real big emissions there. There's probably one or two in there that um that were a bit surprising, but um. I think with the um, with the new tour structure, um, the 22 CT season will start with 36 men and 18 women, and they get that from the 20 men and nine women, and that's through their 21 CT performances. Uh, apparently, there'll be two men and two women uh, injury wildcards, and we've got the uh, the rest of the challenges we've got the challenger series about to kick start so there'll be 12 men and six women that'll qualify into the, the start of the 22 CT season so um, we've probably harped on a bit about it Nami, but I'm, I'm liking it uh, on the list um, it's good to see the goat um, on there because I still think he, he he just wants to give it a one last hurrah, and hopefully we'll have a full season of Chopu and G Land. And uh, I just mate, if he, if mate, if he can get down to the final five, if it's going to be, let's assume it's going to be somewhere in the Mets, because you'd think that's where it will be next year. You know, eight foot green bush or something like that. A tubing wave. He, he's, he's yeah, he's got as good as chances. Mate, anyone. the final five, Kelly, and uh, take it home with you. What's he won? Twelve or eleven or twelve? Eleven. Eleven. Take it home for your twelfth and. Uh, yeah, and then go, oh, fuck it, I've won 12, I might as well go for 24 now and just keep surfing in the CT until he's 75. Exactly. In a wheelchair. Um, you know, just in the men's, I know Griffin must be pretty bitter, you know, not qualifying, not, not getting in the final five, especially at his local local break. So he'll He's be, only about 22 or 23. He's only a young, young nipper. So he, Although Gabby won a world title by that age, hadn't he? So, mm. yeah. He'll be back bigger than better um, next year. He'll be a contender in the years to come for sure. Jack Robbo obviously needed that Mexico win, so that boosted him up. He's qualified. Good to see Ethan Ewing didn't drop off either. Some of those young Australians, it's good to see them coming through. Um, now, not currently qualified, but about to be out of the Australians. So let's just concentrate on that for a minute because nobody gives a shit about the others apart from maybe Rio from uh, Indonesia. Come on, the Indonesians. Love to see them do well. Love to see Rio White a bit of first yeah. Indonesian CT uh, to qualify. We'll qualify for the CT. How good did he go on the um, in the Mexico event? I think he got a, a quarterfinal or around something? sixteen. I think um, you know he beat Philippe and 
eventually got knocked out. I can't remember who he got knocked out by, but fucking great performance. Yep, yep. So, um, God, I completely lost my train. <laughs> that was amazing. The world's most entertaining surfer. They should just give right. him a wild card, be done with it. Um, so, some of the surfers that have actually missed um, qualification for next year. Who we got, Nemo? Well, some big names, mate. Some big names. We've got Michelle Perez. We've got Jack Freestone, Wade Carmichael, Conor O'Leary. We've got, yeah, Alex, Alex Ribeiro. Serves so well, but he just can't seem to get it right in the comps, the CTs anyway. Um, Adrian Bucken may request an injury wildcard. Yeah, yeah. He yep. finished in Good old 36. Ace. Yeah, I can bring it on, mate. But how hard is it going to be financially to, to – to chase the Challenger Series. I mean, there's fuck all sponsorship. There's no way that... You've got COVID restrictions no everywhere. Bucking, Ace Bucken, love you, mate. Won't chase the Challenger. He'll be relying on a, a wild card. And if he doesn't get the wild card, he'll be on tour anyway as like the next commissioner. Love to know. Yeah. I mean, Ace has probably you know got some life after surfing, but yeah, guys like Wade Carmichael, I mean, he's probably got a sponsor, but Conor O'Leary, I don't believe, has got a major sponsor. What's he no. going to do? Where's he going to get his money to um, chase the QS? He's probably picked up a little bit of prize money, but yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure not enough to Who knows? get him to four countries in a few months. So. Well, there's going to be heaps of people chasing the Challenger Series. That I think that's that's why it's good that it's not the whole year, yeah. just a couple of months or three months rather than the whole year. It's much more affordable, but they still probably need to sort out the, um, the actual schedule of it. Um, and in 41st place, there's a young man by the name of Michael Fanning. I, th- I believe he's got a future. <laughs> Obviously, went to the uh, Narrabeen competition and um, oh, oh, who was Dane that? Reynolds. Dane Reynolds just oh, never gets boosh. old, huh? Never gets Oh, how was that thing? So, uh, we are up to 55 minutes and 52 seconds in Surf 100 currently, if you want to align your viewing with our viewing pleasure. Oh, Dane, he's just ripping. Who do you, uh, what style appeals to you most out of the Mason, Dane, and Mikey February, Nemo? Well, it's, uh, oh, geez. It's, um, it's a hard one, isn't it? I, I reckon I've got out of, out of the, this generation um, probably three favourite surfers, and it'd be um, Andy, uh, Dane, and probably TB. But out of these three, I, I just can't go past Mikey at the moment. I think nothing against Dane, but I think his, his best surfing is past in the past. Um, Mason's just incredibly entertaining because he does all the crazy shit with weird waves. But uh, Mikey Fabry's, um, yeah, his style is just so so beautiful and elegant to watch, don't you think? And he's got a bit of power too. Oh, just, shit, yeah. Just that, uh, a couple of waves before, he really laid a heavy laid-back carve. There he is walking down the beach. Is he riding a twin fin? I think it's like, like a twin. modern sort of not a long <laughs> twin, but sort of a, a mid-sized twin. Modern, mod, yeah, it's not a mid. It's like a I think it's maybe like a five ten Channel Islands happy twin or something. I don't know whatever I, they're I called. I see Dane paddled out on a look like a neck bead, but a quad neck bead. So that'll be his um, his normal board, I think. And uh, yeah, in case you're wondering, we've got Kalohe and Dino talking about. His uh, non non ability to qualify for so the. So what's going on with him? Has he got a wild card for next year? Yeah, or? pretty sure he's got a wild card because he finished way way down the ratings, but missed most of the most of the year. And so. he didn't get a medal in the Olympics. He got fuck all. No, he got. Who did he get beaten by? I think he got beaten by um, uh, what's his name? The Japanese kid. Uh, Kanoe Hiroshi. <laughs> Japanese Californian kid. Yeah. Um. 
Now, one thing I should mention uh, before we go too much further is last week, Adzi and I had the pleasure of being down at the Facing Monsters premiere at Cinefest Oz. Sick. How was it, mate? Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, when the movie comes out, Facing Monsters with Kirby and uh, Kirby Brown and his brother, um, Courtney Brown, shouldn't shouldn't forget that, um, you just got to go and watch it on a big screen. It is one of the most psycho things I've ever seen in my entire life. And uh, hopefully they get the recognition that they deserve for being complete psychos, especially Kirby Brown. I mean, you're never going to believe what they're actually up to. Looking forward to it. Oh yeah, these waves. You, you you'll just go. I can't, I can't couldn't believe boogie boarders surfing these waves. Their lone um, stand up charges, but yeah, fucking hell. I mean, absolutely. As Taj Burrow said on the red carpet when we interviewed him, completely unwell. These people, completely, completely unwell. They're not they're not well at all. Completely and uh, you really have to go and see this movie just to um, just to get it. And then absolute just what the fuck are you guys doing how can you actually you shouldn't even be surfing those waves alone getting barreled and yeah it, it's absolutely mental and i think when you when everyone sees it they'll go oh that's what nami's talking about that's what Adzi's talking about it is absolutely psycho and uh can't recommend it enough and uh here is a little bit from the red carpet that night We've got some interviews with a bunch of uh, people and uh here it is we are here at Cinefest Oz, and we have our first red carpet arrival. Who have we got, Adzi? <laughs> we have the big wave charger, the man who just loves meal up point more than the right these days. We got Alfie Cater. How are you, Alfie? Good, buddy. How are you? Oh, mate, I'm stoked. Good to be here. Uh, big night out for Tuesday night too. School night. Jeez, uh, <laughs> it's going to be a big one, but it's for a good reason. We're at the Kirby Brown Facing Monsters premiere world premiere tonight uh documentary it's going to be a cracker what are you expecting uh if it's anything coming from the brown brothers it's going to be probably a lot of mayhem and yeah some, some big tubes and yeah looking forward to it it should be should be pretty cool good to good to see like some uh non-surfing people getting into like something like this and seeing a different take on uh you know on the right and um yeah it should be pretty cool Mate, there's going to be some ridiculously big, dirty lefts in there that you and I want nothing to do with. Maybe Namu does. No, mate. No, mate. Not at all. <laughs> no, nah, he doesn't uh, want him either. Alfie, I know that you've faced a few monsters in your time, mate. What's the biggest monster you've faced, you reckon? Oh, I could go deep on this one, but um, the biggest monster I've faced, probably myself, mate. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, We're not going there. No, we're not going there. Um, probably, probably big Mavericks. Um, uh, getting a pretty bad hole down there, and Cyclops, and yeah, the right. So Cyclops is probably the worst. That's a yeah. I remember you had a pretty massive uh, wipeout at Cowbomby one time, where you were deep, dark, and lonely down the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> deep, dark, and very lonely. Mate. Yeah. So lonely. Yeah, yeah, that was a yeah, almost a two, three wave hole down. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That does not sound fun at all. No, we'll be going into that uh, when he comes and joins us on the podcast one day. But, Alvy, thanks for uh, coming on and getting involved. I look forward to watching some big spitting pits with you later on. Thanks, Alfie Kater. Cheers, mate. Okay, we're back here at all uh, with a friend of mine, Bradley Durack. Uh, He has come down 
from Perth by chance and lucked into Movie of the Year. Must be pretty happy to be on the red carpet right now, Tupac. Very happy, Adzi. Absolutely thrilled to be here. Looking forward to seeing uh, Kirby and his efforts. I've um, appreciate these guys who serve big waves, mate. So when you've been in the Kimberley for the last 20 years, you get pretty washed out on six-foot sets. He's a madman, Kirby. So, yeah. <laughs> he certainly is. So I, I believe you managed to uh, get, a, get a little paddle today. We won't disclose the location, mate, but you had a couple. Yep, a couple of little waves there. Um, little being the key word for tonight. <laughs> we weren't facing any monsters down on the uh, little peeling left-hand point break you went to today, mate? For my 42-year-old lungs, yes. Yep, yeah, very much so. Especially great that everyone gathered around and yeah, events like this really bring people together. So, yeah, so hats off to Kirby and yeah, it's a great night. Looking forward to it. Yeah, nice one. Thanks Thank for bro. joining us. Mate, I have uh, the lovely Trish Cater here, uh, mother of a couple of mad dog surfers in their own right, mother of Alfie Cater. Mate, you would have an interesting read on it. What's it like to be the mother of someone who likes to face monsters in the way of huge waves like Kirby Brown? How does that go as a mother? Very scary. <laughs> they, they put me on a little outrigger to go to cross to Noosa Lambongan in Bali and said, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Big swell, humongous swell. I was terrified. <laughs> Don't take after me. <laughs> Have you ever had any uh, phone calls from the emergency department at a local hospital going, we've got one of your sons in here, he's... Just packed a 20-foot pit and he's all busted up. I go, no, sorry, I'm not home. <laughs> all right, mate. Well, thanks for coming in, Trish. Uh, hopefully you can take some comfort in watching someone else's son risk life and limb tonight and, and not your boys for a change. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for joining us, Trish. Hello, Helen Shervington, the chair of Sydney Festivals. Welcome to the Facing Monsters event. It's so exciting to be here. It's going to be a great evening. So how's the preparation for the festival been? Well, it's been going really quite smoothly considering how much has been thrown at our team this year. Uh, we've been very excited about what's happened. Of course, we haven't got as many of the uh, Eastern States filmmakers in as we would like, but it's, sh it's shone a light on Western Australian filmmakers, and that's so important to us. Fantastic. That's what it's all about, getting the uh, West Australians involved in the Cinefest system. And um, what's your, what are you looking forward to most this year? Well, we didn't have the prize last year, our $100,000 film prize, and the prize is back this year. We've got four fantastic films in it uh, and a great jury, uh, and it really throws a national light I think, on the festival. So we're very thrilled about that. Fantastic. And uh, how's your surfing knowledge? Have you seen many surf films in the past? <laughs> I haven't, no. But I have seen this one, I have to confess, and it is terrifying. <laughs> I just don't know how those people do it. But it's well, a I'm fantastic a surfer. film. So I don't know how they do it either. <laughs> okay, Helen, we'll let you get back to your guests, but thank you so much for joining us. Lovely talking to you. Thanks. All right, next off the ranks, we have absolute core lord from Margaret River. Core lord? Middle of a third generation Margaret River surfing family. His name's Hamish Gibson, but he goes by the name of Gibbo the Tube Pig. How are you, Gibbo? Yeah, great to be here, Adzi. Really well, mate. Yeah, pretty stoked. Uh, you must be pretty happy for a big surfing movie event like this to be going down in your local town tonight. It's got a bit of a 
bit of a special air about it tonight. Feels a bit fancy, doesn't it? <laughs> it does, and um, I think it's good to roll out the red carpet for a dead set charger. Someone who's on his back and taking on some of the biggest waves in the coast. And um, that right, I think there's probably no one else that's really mastered it on their backhand the same way Kirby has and paid the price on a few as well. For sure. Yeah, mate. Um, mate, you are no stranger to a pretty solid barrel, but I think you'll agree that the level he takes it to is just just on a whole other level, isn't it? Oh, it makes the box looks like Scarborough Beach, I think, <laughs> when you see that right do its thing and um, then to have their back to the wave as they really attack that thing like Kirby does. Um, yeah, dead set impressive. Sick, mate. Well, you go get yourself a beer and uh, stretch up your ass cheeks and get ready to sit down <laughs> and watch a quality movie. Right, I'll be um, keeping them together. <laughs> Good on you, Gibbo. Thanks, buddy. Okay, now on the red carpet at Facing Monsters, we have smiling Billy. How are you, mates? I'm fantastic. What a great night. What a fantastic night. The whole uh, gang's here. The whole gang. The whole, we brought the band back together, mate. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> good. So, um, mate, have you faced any monsters recently? No. And that's, I think, is why this movie's so attractive, because there's no way in hell I'm going out there. And uh, all my mates here who love it, I think there's something wrong with them in the head, but it uh, makes for good viewing. I can't wait to see the movie. And you've got to, uh, you've got to encourage uh, West Australian guys making these, these sort of things. It's great to see everybody here supporting it. A couple of free beers. All good? Mate, they're always good. Eagle Bay, always uh, supporting local Cinefest films. And I think they support the festival each year. So thanks, Eagle Bay. Um, mate, so what's happening with Surfing WA at the moment? Is there anything happening? Uh, we have the Gracetown Grommets coming up soon, the 11th, I'm pretty sure. Um, so we'll all gang will be in town for there, but it's a bit low. Just finished the school titles. That was all good. So uh, Who took it out, mate? Yeah, we travelled from uh, Geraldton down to bloody Denmark, and yeah, it's, it's a big, big month. But uh, yeah, that's just wrapped up in Trig. I'm not sure who won because we just, uh, just finished. Um, then it's a bit of a downtime, and uh, you know, probably kick off around Chrissy time again. Usually the first first uh, kickoff is at small fries, so a little bit of a break till then. But yeah, all going along, mate. Well, I think we might have to get you back in the shed quarters for the uh, small fries, mate. Bring it on. Bring it on. Always a pleasure to have a chat with you, Smiling Billy James, and uh, love all the work that you do for the surfing industry in WA. Thanks for having a chat. Likewise, bro. It's great to see you here. It wouldn't be an event without the Barrel Podcast. Nice. Boom, boom. Thanks, buddy. All right, we're back on the red carpet here. We have... A couple of absolute legends from north of the border in the way of the Monkmans. Holly and Bob, how are you going, guys? Yeah, good, Ads. Good, good. Going great. Yeah. So, Bob, i got a question for you, mates. Um, when you started surfing like 180 years ago <laughs> on a 10-foot-6 <laughs> toothpick with no leggy and all the rest of it, could you ever imagine that one day in the near future you would see guys surfing waves like Kirby does? No, no, not not at all. We were just surfing the beach breaks at Scarborough. <laughs> so, uh, you know, if someone threw you a flotation vest and Holly pulled you in on a jet ski, you reckon maybe you'd have one, one crack at one of those big ones, or what do you reckon? Yeah, maybe about 30 or 40 years ago, maybe. <laughs> not right now, no. And Holly, have you faced any monsters lately? Oh, just my children. That's about the only monster I've been facing. <laughs> That's a common answer tonight. I it know is. that I've been facing my monsters this afternoon on the way to after school. 
Wicked, mate. So uh, it's going to be a good night. Bit of excitement in the air. A uh, couple of drinks. Who's driving? I think I'm driving. So yeah, that's on the red carpet. So let him have a couple. Go, Bobby. You've you've earned it, mate. You set you paved the way for us guys to uh, take the the torch and run on with it. So enjoy yourself tonight. Hope you have a ripper. Well, I drove here, mate. So. <laughs> Marty, you behind home's going to cost you about 150 yeah, bucks. So watch heart. out. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, thanks for joining us, guys. Enjoy the movie. Thanks, Holly. Thanks, Bob. Cheers. Uh. So I'm here with Namu on the carpet for Barrel Surf Podcast. We're having a bloody good time. We've got White Davies there behind the camera, and he requested that we wear none other than... Gonad Man. Gonad Man. I think it's quite fitting. Kirby Brown, he is the modern-day Gonad Man. I'm sure he has a package like this, and I've definitely seen him standing in pits going like this. Just ignorance is bliss, Kirby Brown. Yeah, brother. Okay, so we've got Perry Hatchett here. Bit of a Margaret of a legend himself. Come and have a chat at Cinefestos. Perry, how's things, mate? Yeah, pretty good. Just uh, busy with work as everybody else is around the place, and... Enjoying the region we live in and looking after all the local surfers, probably as you usually do, doing the water safety and water patrol for the local competitions. Been anything on? I've been pretty well flat out, just on the water again today actually with the Willerton High School. So the high schools come down and need water safety as well these days. So that's keeping us pretty busy. And then Antman's been busy up in Perth with all the school regional surfing and then. The Metropolitan and finals going on. Yeah, awesome, awesome. So who was uh, who was flaring up at Willerton today, mate? It's just all a whole bunch of kids, you know, with uh, Jared Davies from the Margaret River um, Surf Schools. Yeah. They just come down to a camp and just spend two hours and kids get the opportunity to go in the water and just have a bit of fun, you know, so it's pretty cool. How good's that, mate? Not like that when I was at school, I can tell you. Well, maybe it was. We used to have camps. <laughs> and what, what events have you got coming up? Just Yo Mal is coming up pretty soon. Um, King of the Cut as well. Actually, going to be doing a bit of training with the SAS, which is. Uh, Talk about facing monsters, mate. Hey, I know. What's going on with that? I don't know. They contacted us about training a few of the SAS Marathon boys, so uh, that's going to be quite interesting, actually. I'm sort of looking forward to it. and yeah. Mate, it sounds amazing. That's story, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we might have to actually get you into the shed quarters to have a chat about that once you've done that. But, um, yeah, cool. Um, Perry, thanks for having a chat with us, mate. Enjoy the movie. Yeah, looking forward to it. You know, we did all the water safety for the event, naturally. Okay. And uh, all the filmings with Ant-Man and Rick on the ski. So, pretty involved with that. And we had uh, Keely Bremner doing a lot of the water safety as well. So, yeah, we're pretty well involved with it. Awesome. Had a lot to do with the risk management side of things from behind the scenes for myself and yep. hanging out to see it, knowing Kirby for a long time. And Yeah, yeah. Well, mate, thank you so much for everything you do to keep everyone safe and uh, such an important part of what we do these days. Well, what they do. I certainly don't do any of that big wave surfing, <laughs> but uh, good on you, Perry Hatchett. We'll speak to you soon. No worries. Thanks very much. All right, next off the list of the A-listers. They like to hang around red flannel neck shirts and red carpets. We've got 
Jake Paddo, how are you, Snake? You're blending in with the carpet there, Ads. <laughs> oh, a couple Come more on, triple mate. Gs and maybe I'll be on the carpet. But, uh, mate, uh, how you feeling? Good? Excited? Yeah, it's pretty... It's an amazing night. It's a lot of people I haven't seen for a long time, so it's pretty sick. Saw the man himself, Kirby, just before. He looked a bit nervous. Not used to being the starlight, I think, of the tension. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be a sick... It's a sick... Um, uh, atmosphere, well, not atmosphere, but like an idea for like a big wave thing on a big screen. You can, don't get the, you know, the the true sense of what they're going through on small like iPhone or whatever like that. You want a big screen with big speakers and the roar of the ocean and like get the real feel of of this movie oh, that's going to bring. I think it's going to be, be amazing. Can't wait for it. Yeah, I agree, man. Like um, when someone puts a lot of effort into even like a fifteen minute edit, and you know they spent all year doing it. Sometimes it really doesn't do it justice to just watch it on your lunch break, on your phone, you know, with a bit of glare coming off yeah, the phone, yeah. a small screen. Yeah, it's good to see it on a big screen. It has much more impact and, um, yeah, it's going to be sick. Jake, you've packed a few big Mondo cones in your time. Uh, have you ever packed as big a gnarly ones as Kirby, you reckon? No, I was a bit more calculated than he is, mate. I, I've surfed Cowbommy and done a few, you know, box toe sessions and stuff crazy stuff but not like they're doing not not like in this movie but you know way more calculated always scared of an injury so that he's got no no brains or no fear one or the other <laughs> well he certainly got balls the size of gonad man i think we, we've all uh, come to that conclusion but mate it's going to be a sick night uh, i'm sure you're frothing is brother ant-man down by any chance oh i think he was down yesterday with the swell so i don't know i haven't seen him but I know, he never calls me. <laughs> now, before you go, Jake, um, talking about facing monsters, the WSL faced a monster recently called COVID, and they managed to pull it off in Mexico. How did you like that comp? Obviously, your girl yeah, Steph got up. Mexico was sick. Stoke Steph won and Jack Robbo. I mean, how good's that for his first win? Um, and I bet he's so bummed that uh, Tahiti got cancelled. He could have gone back-to-back. You'd think about his strong event would probably more Tahiti than Mexico. So he was on a roll, full of confidence, and... You know, but um, but he's back on tour. Yeah, he's back on tour, which is great to see. And yeah, looking forward to seeing what happens at Trestles. Sick, mate. Well, thanks for joining us here, Jake. You get out there, have a beer, and uh, catch up with some crew and soak it up. It's going to be a good night. Thanks, Nate. Good on you. Okay, we're up the stairs at the Cinefest Facing Monsters events now, and we have a local legend artist and bloody good bloke, former DJ, current DJ. Ian Much, how are you, Muchy? Good, thanks. Very good. Thanks for joining us. So, uh, when was the last time you faced a monster, mate? Oh, me facing monsters? Uh, not in the water for me. Um, I do love to surf, but uh, I'll tell you what, tonight's going to be good. See those big waves on the big screen. Um, heaps of crew here as well, so it's awesome. I believe they've got a fairly good PA system there too, so we might have some, uh, some good sounds to go with the vision. Yeah, hell yeah. Bring it on. The Vige. So, Machi, you draw some epic uh, murals and pictures. They're sort of uh, getting pretty famous around WA. They're popping up on all sorts of weird and wonderful places. Big, huge ones on the side of buildings and little articulate ones. Mates, uh, do you ever draw pictures of crazy gonad man style looking waves? Uh, Waves? I used to draw a lot of waves. I mean, always inspired by nature and uh, where we live. Um, but at the moment, I've really been enjoying drawing on the beach near the waves. And then you get like the pull-out aerial shot. So you've got the drawing and the landscape of the water and the sand together. And then I guess 
going monster with that, you know, going really big on scale and just making that the kind of image. And just getting a big, sick drone shot of it after you've drawn it in the sand. Yeah, that's it. And it's kind of like uh, the beach is the endless canvas for me. It's like you can go big on, on the beach, you know, and then when you capture the, the waves and the hills and that around it, you really get a sense of scale as you draw back. So, yeah. Does that mean you're becoming some sort of master of the tides because you get halfway through the picture and you're like, ah, oh, fuck, I forgot about the tide. It's coming in and there goes me picture. Mate, definitely it's got a lot to do with tide and wind. Wind's the other one. Um, and, you know, light as well, learning a lot more about making that image with photography and uh, collaborating with other photographers. So, yeah. Yeah, sick. And, uh, mate, when you used to draw pictures of waves back in the day, were they little perfect waves or did you ever conjure up some deadly monsters that Kirby Brown just uh, loves to wrap his feet around mate I, I think I definitely need to draw a monster wave but um, I've always just drawn the kind of perfect little fun almost skate park style wave three to four foot beach break my character's are always fun and you know doing that kind of leisure activity so but yeah bring on a monster bring on those monsters thanks for joining us Muchy and our, uh, you can catch Muchy's work pretty much everywhere ianmuch.com I think is that right correct alright thanks for joining us Muchy cheers fellas you Ready? Okay, and we're back. We have a friend of the podcast. He's no stranger to Barrel Surf Podcast. He's been hanging out with us a couple of times. Andrew Shero Sheridan from Margie's. How are you, Shero? I'm really, really good, thank you. Yeah, I bet you are, mate. What a turnout here in your local town. Uh, I think you guys have trumped us on the uh, event venue here. We don't have anything like this up our way, and it's packed to the rafters. Everyone's pretty frothing. Uh, What's your take on it? Yeah, mate, oh, we always top you guys, you know that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a great turnout and, um, yes, yeah, super, super stoked to see some, like, uh, some of the old heads and the young heads and uh, a lot of people from uh, up north and down south and from, from Perth and, uh, yeah, good to see the whole community get together and uh, support uh, such, a, such a good thing. Yeah, it's been a lot of hard work and a long time in the making, making a video of this... Uh you know, it's not a video, it's a movie, you know, it's different, a documentary, a lot of effort going into it, so it's good to see everyone celebrate the hard work. Mate, um, <laughs> mate, you fucking packed some pretty serious pits in your time out at the box and that. Did you ever think when you, knew, you know, when you're in your, in your prime, which obviously is still now, but uh, back in your prime at the box days, were you ever thinking that you'd see guys riding pits like Kirby rides now? Uh, anything, any wave I've ever ridden, it's just like nothing to what Kirby's ridden. He's a complete psycho, and uh, I love how he goes about it, and uh, I love how he's been like passionate and dedicated to what he's what he does, and uh, to see it all documented is going to be really special. Yeah, he's the, uh, he really does define the old saying of walk quietly, carry a big stick, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, man, he just uh, yeah yeah he does he does the walk and. Uh, um, yeah, he's not scared to go, and uh, I'm really excited to see some of the, the footage they've captured. And, mate, uh, yeah, we're going to witness some 20-foot death triple suck-out pits tonight, but the weather's been pretty good here the last uh, couple of days. You get some pretty sweet little pits today somewhere, I'm tipping? Yeah, I actually scored some really fun waves today. I got a little secret little beach break that was uh, really good. I guess there's been a lot of swell, so there's good, some good sand around, and... Uh, it's good to see the sun was out and uh, some beautiful winter waves. You want to tell everyone from Yelling Up where this little bank is so we can come <laughs> surf for tomorrow? Mate, yeah, it's this place called Rabbit Hill. It's amazing. <laughs> you go check it out. All right, nice one, Chero. You have a good night. Thanks for joining us, brother. Cheers, Matt.
Okay. okay. <laughs> we're back. We're both back. How are we Namu, going? take it away, my friend. Okay, so we're still at Cine Fest. We've got Face and Monsters, and we've got none other than Taj Burrow. Welcome, mate. Oh, thanks. Cheers. <laughs> Good to be here. Mate, when was the last time you faced a monster? <laughs> and it can be your kids. <laughs> um, oh, probably last time I left the toilet seat up. Mrs. Gets fired up. <laughs> Bit the same um. this way. Mate, congrats on the uh, Stab in the Dark class late last year. That was a really fun project for all of us to watch. Mate, uh, those, those boards are like they're about three foot long, is that right? Three foot long. Three foot long. Yeah, they're freaking tiny, <laughs> eh? No, so, that was fun, mate. I, I knew all the locals would have um, a good time watching it, trying to pick all the spots we surfed and whatnot. Um, but it was sick, you know. We had a couple months to film it and um, working with a good team of guys and, you know, we just pick the eyes out of the waves and you had to get through 13 boards but it was it was sick they were tiny though like you said they were fucking real small like um i had to you know get get as fit as possible just to to paddle around and you know catch as many waves as i could because they were all five seven um by like 25 liters which is a little bit off the mark for me i don't know why but i'm normally like five nine 25 26 liters maybe yeah anyway they were epoxy, so maybe a bit of buoyancy there. I don't know. But in the end, I was fit enough to uh, give them a good trial, and, and it was sick. It was really fun, and I love all the boards, and I I, I kept them all because I, I love them, and I still ride them. So I actually fucking broke a couple, though. I didn't think they were going to break. Uh, I broke one, in, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, and I was surprised. But they have, they've had a yeah, they've had a good run. They've been strong. Nice one. Hey, mates, um, I've got a couple of cues for you there, TB. You're very good friends, obviously, with Kirby Brown and Raya Crakey and Courtney and all the boys from up in the Barry. Um, you're probably pretty busy on tour and stuff, but no doubt you used to squeak in a few missions with them and that, mate. Were they just constantly trying to take you to some deadly left somewhere or, you know, how did you go on a few missions with those guys? Yeah, I've done a few surf trips with those guys and, like, just... Uh, Whenever I would migrate to the northwest, I would I would team up with those guys, and you know they've taken me to some good waves, and and they they definitely like chasing scary waves. Uh, you know Kirby in particular, he he doesn't like recreational surfing like the rest of us. He only likes the most evil thing he can find. He even told me you know that he had this one reef that was 12 to 15 foot perfect kegging lefts. And he hated it because there wasn't a dry rock in front of it. And I was like, you are so unwell, mate. Um, so, yeah, he doesn't like, he's not hes not like us. He doesn't like to just um, go for a, a recreational surf. He, he has to be surfing something death-defying. So, yeah, he's not normal. But um, but I have had fun surfing with him and, uh, yeah, watching him do his thing. It's fucking exciting for the rest of us. He's probably just had like too many tens of thousands of perfect three-foot waves at Jake's as a teenager that he just needed something more. And um, yeah, he's yeah. certainly gone to the next level, mate. Is he ever trying to drag you down to the south coast, ringing you up and say, come down, I've got a six slab, we can tow in together? Um, oh, I mean, like if I ever get the balls to surf a wave like that, I would go with Kirby. But um, I've only done it a couple of times, you know, surf down that neck of the woods and it's, it's fucking intimidating. But I would never do it with anyone but him. Um, yeah, you know, like, uh, nah, he can have it. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've done it a few times and it's so exciting, but, um, it's fucking scary and, you know, you're really putting your body on the line and my body's feeling a bit banged up these days, so I'd rather just, you know, surf the, uh, the recreational spots. 
Wicked, mate. Well, thanks for having a chat to us, TB. Go down, enjoy the crowd, enjoy the night. Uh, hopefully you got a night away from the family, do you, brother? <laughs> um, oh, yeah. I mean, I brought the old boy tonight because uh, I figured it could be some good old-fashioned surf movie vibes. Got the big screen going, people hooting in the crowd. I love yes. that shit. So I think oh, the old boy so can good. relate, and uh, I think it's a good night to get him out of his fucking house. Yeah, wicked, mate. I'll well, go and enjoy. Say good day to the old boy, and uh, we'll see you down there. Look forward to the film. Thanks, Thanks We're back down. We're up the top there on the steps for a while. We're back down on the red carpet. We've got a very special guest with us, uh, a lovely lady by the name of Nola Brown, Kirby's mum. How are you, mate? I'm, I'm really excited to see this. I've already seen it once, but really excited to see it in the big screen. Yeah, awesome, mate. And you drove down from the Barry, did you, just for this? Yeah, yeah just for this, yep. Yeah, yeah. Very proud of my sons. About a nine-hour drive down here, mate. You can see it's a pretty special occasion. Definitely worth driving down for. It's amazing how many people are here. It's fantastic that it's pretty much booked out, which is amazing. So, yeah, hope everyone enjoys it. And, mate, what's it like being the mother of just an absolute fearless surfing, big tube charging maniac? Um, it's pretty scary, but um, we've had a lot of years of it and very used to it. So, um we just hope he just takes it easy from now on after the last episode, so hopefully it's all done. Yep, well, we're not going to give anything away uh, to take away from the movie, but, um, mate, you enjoy yourself. Uh, you must be incredibly proud. Uh, both your sons are, are legend humans as well as being great surfers, and I think they get that uh, from their parents. I stayed with these guys way back in the day, in the lubrication days, and you put me up and, uh, yeah, squatting in your, in your back room there and making movies of the boys. I think they even used a bit of the old footage, so thanks for putting up with us back then. Use some of your footage, and um, I'm very proud of both of them and their girls. They're amazing. I should awesome, be. Mate. Thank you so much, Nola. Well, yeah, have a good night, mate. Thank Cheers. you. <laughs> All right, happy days. We have somehow managed to track down the man of the moment, gonad man himself, but with a beard, Mr. Kirby Brown. How are you, buddy? Yeah, not too bad, mate. That's the way, mate. Uh, look, I'm not sure how you're going to deal with tonight. It's not really your natural environment, uh, being the centre of intention in a big, fancy, lavish building like this. Uh, you're more akin to an empty, lonely reef break in the middle of nowhere, but uh, you're just going to have to pull your socks up and get the job done tonight. How are you feeling? Yeah, a bit of mixed emotions, mate. Um, a bit, a bit um, overwhelmed, a little bit anxious, but looks like a good setup, good turnout, good humans here. Mate, there is a great tenant here. So I guess it's just a different type of cathedral ads here for uh, Kirby to be uh, t showing his talents in. So um, what's your favourite part about the filming process, mate? Getting kegged off your head or the actual uh, <laughs> Favourite part of the filming process? Oh, jeez, oh, man. It's, the whole thing's been an um, eye-opener and a completely out of my comfort zone, so... I don't know, favourite part surfing always, um, getting barreled and all the rest of it's been definitely something new for me, that's for sure. Well, mate, I don't think you have to worry one little bit about whether people are going to like the film. That's going to be a fucking pretty obvious one that everyone's going to love watching you pack. Big deadly pits, it's probably more just the being centre of attention would be difficult. You're a, you're a quiet man who uh, likes to go about his, uh, let his actions do the talking but mate you, you know just enjoy yourself tonight kick back it's 
nothing but positivity and, and lap it up, mate, because it's not every day, is it? It's not, mate. Yeah, no, I'm stoked everyone's come to check it out and I hope they like it. They definitely They're will, mate. love it, mate. Yeah, Thanks. It's been a roller coaster. A lot's gone into it. It's just, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty surreal, actually, to finally be standing here and putting it out to the public. So, How long was it in the making? Uh, technically, a few years, I guess. Um, it's a, yeah, it's kind of never really knew it was going to get to this stage. It just happened pretty naturally and... It's all happened through COVID and stuff too, which has been challenging. And, and it's just, I had no idea what goes into a project like this. It's been a real eye-opener for me, for sure. Sick, mate. Well, we're frothing. You go back mingling. You've got a lot of people to talk to. Enjoy the night. And best of luck when it uh, hits the cinemas. Get out there, everyone, and check it out. Facing yeah, Monsters with it. Kirby Brown. Thanks, Kirby. And he's got a bigger beard than me. <laughs> Fuck, what can't the man do? Getting it back slowly, slowly. <laughs> Cheers, brother. Thanks, Cheers, Kirby. Guys. Good luck Thanks. tonight, man. Yeah, Kirby. Okay, so we have just come out of the cinema at the world premiere of Facing Monsters. And I've got two words, and they are mind-blown. Unbelievable cinematography one thing i can just say from straight up is see this on the big screen if you can it, do whatever you can lie steal bribe whatever you have to do to get the, to see this on the big screen it's absolutely incredible adzi let me hear your thoughts yeah mate we don't want to give too much away make sure um save a bit of the surprise for you but there is obviously no surprises there's amazing big tube footage um but, mate, yeah, like you said, the one thing you'd have to do, you see it on a big screen, don't watch it on your phone, it won't do it justice. Um, that was a very intense surfing documentary here on your edge, edge of your seat the whole time. Uh, it's unreal. So, happy days. Thanks for having us down here, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it, and uh, go and see it soon. Yeah. Everybody, it's yeah. Goat Surpel, and you're listening to Barreled Surf Podcast. So, there you go. That was uh, Adzi and I at... Uh Facing monsters with Fucking Kirby. Sounds like a great night. Mate, it was, it was unreal, actually. That was before the movie, almost of it, except for the little part at the end. And, um, yeah, some of the big wigs of the, the surfing community in the southwest and WA in particular were there, and it was great to catch up with a whole bunch of uh, people. And, um, yeah, congratulations to the Browns and uh, Rick Rafici and Chris Verhoes, who are the people behind the movie and yeah can't wait till it's generally generally released because um i'll go watch it again straight away western australia definitely has some of the biggest charging lords not just in slabs but in tubes the, the depth runs so deep uh, with west australians yeah yeah and um when people see the movie they're going to understand what i'm talking about that day at chopu that big day at chopu was um that footage was, was released around about the time that Facing Monsters premiere was on and I was thinking, fucking pussies, look at them at that that 15-foot chopu. <laughs> that gives you an idea of how psycho Kirby right. Brown is. It's, okay. um, yeah, it's next level. No, looking forward to it. Next now, level, yeah. No, it's unbelievable. So get amongst the kids when it does come out. I'm sure it'll be, be on some big screens somewhere around the place. So make sure you see it. The Surf 100 is uh, still going. I think it's on for about three hours or something, but it's – um. We've got Dane Reynolds on the beach checking out his boards. So can we so start voting on this one? I think you can. I think it's already done, though. What's the scores there? Well, let's have a look. You span the scoring. 
Surf 100, you are listening to Barrel Surf Podcasts, brought to you by Cheeky Monkey Brewing. Okay, so Mason oh. is, yeah, tell you what, so we've got um, those uh, those scores are best alternative craft and best al- best high performance, I believe. So they've got one old board or one alternative craft and one new performance board, so that's where that scoring is coming from, and Mikey and mm. Mason neck and neck. I would have thought that Mikey February might have uh, got a bit uh, a higher score in that alternative craft. I think he rides. Yes, well, plenty of time left for that. Um, okay, so what else have we got going on, mate? There's uh, apart from the wazzle and everything else happening. There's not too much else that we really need to talk not about. Not really, mate. I mean, I guess once the WSS finals kicks off, uh, well, the waiting period starts over the next four days. You know, once that's done and dusted, then I guess you've got the uh, the Challenger Series starts, which we've already talked about. And uh, yeah, mate, let's uh, sit back and um, hopefully they pick the eyes out of it and get an epic day of um, finals competition. Now, how's that little wave? How's the tail on that? It's mental. It's like a bit of a bat tail, the Dana Reynolds board. Shaped by uh, Britt Merrick, like a bat tail type thing, quad. I love, love the feeling of a quad. Now, we're just about to watch Dane Reynolds catch a wave, the three of them out the back of the points, and what's the, well, it looks a little bit... Mexico. Yeah. Um, now, whilst we're talking about alternative craft and alternative people, we should mention the James Caddo and Kelly Bremner series wrapped up this last week on Barrel Surf Podcast. We've had a pretty good reaction to having those two lads on the show um, with had, Adzi. Had the um, swellings um, tagged. The pod, huh? Yeah, good on you, boys. The swellings tagged, tagged us in their uh, story, which is nice to see. Um, yeah, so unreal. It's good to see, good to see a good reaction to cats. He's like, cats and Kelly obviously got a uh, bit of a following. Still, those boys and um, a couple of madmen still charging around the place and um, telling some incredible yarns. So, if you haven't listened to that series, there's three parts to it. Well, it's a perfect podcast to listen to if you're driving up north over the next couple of weeks or you're driving back from up north because I think it's about seven hours of fucking <laughs> listening there. So if you've got a big driver planned, um, save that podcast for that because um, that'll keep you entertained. So just a bit of a background on that one. I was I was there for the first little bit, first hour and a half or so of the podcast and uh, had to go out for dinner. So I left and hooked up with the family, went out for some some food. And during the, uh, you know, a couple of beers, as he's going, still going. Text, Seven hours later. Me, still going, still going. 10 o'clock, we finished dinner, just <laughs> chugging a few beers down. Yep, still going. <laughs> and he finished up. We started at five. He finished up at about 12 o'clock. So Insane. what a couple of mad, mad dogs uh, and Adzi there. So, yeah, get amongst that one and, um, yeah, check it out. Look at this one for Mikey February. It's a beautiful So he's on a modern wave. board now, taking off on a nice three-foot wave, nice laid-back jam, Mikey February. little Chain top around turn. around the top. Getting a bit of speed down the line. Probably looking for a barrel Namu. No, a little lip glide floater. Oh, lovely. Very stylish. Such style. Tell you what, that's, yeah, that, that must be a pretty good score. Yeah, that's a fun wave. Such fun. All right, so let's move on to the Clive Palmer Cup. You got any nominations, T Bone? Well, I do. I it do. Does. I haven't. I mean, it's. I can't. I can't back it up because I haven't actually watched it. But I just think it's a dud. The ultimate surfer in America. Oh. You know, when you look at the ultimate fighter, you've got. How's that? Mikey Fabric. Beautiful. 
You look at the ultimate fighter, Namu, they've got all these young fighters that are actually got promising futures that could yep. actually make it into the big time. For the ultimate surfer, you've just got a bunch of nobodies that will never make the big time. Ain't nobody. I mean, Zeke Lau might re-qualify, but... Mate, he's had three or four goes at it already, hasn't he? But well, he's at it's least just had not two. the same. You're not going to find an absolute star. Tell me if I'm wrong, but I just think the concept, it doesn't quite tick the boxes um, if if you sort of these, re- these the reality TV shows doesn't matter what sort of it is like I'm a celebrity get me out of here all those all those things they do tend to get B grade people on yeah not saying that any of those surfers are B grade no. but well I am because they are um, but you know like the people that are actually famous or surfing good have got better things to do with their lives than mm. sit around surf ranch for true, true. three weeks, whatever it is, um, and you're not going to get them. So you're never going to get the best talent that's available. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they're trying to raise the profile, but uh, I had, I don't think the ratings have sort of, um, yeah, reflected that it's re- reaching the audiences that they want. <sighs> How's this thing? Oh, it's who's that? Offshore. Is that Dane Reynolds? No, I reckon it's Mikey. Pulls into a nice Marky, tube. Marky, a beautiful tube in Cape Town by the looks of it. Terrible accent. Um, yeah, so, yeah, well, I agree. That's that's the show's what. Can you see it in Australia? Not yet, mate. It's on yeah. ABC in the States. Oh, Marky. Oh, Marky beautiful. Marky February again. Don't know if this is still in color. Jesus, he's a great tube rider, isn't he? Pulls in oh. a nice little tube, great little style. Does these but little sort of twin? So it's a mid twin. That looks so much fun. Retro flary sort of things that he does. Beautiful. It's plenty of volume in that board. Um, if only we could listen to what Britt Merrick was saying. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a cool caddy. Obviously, he's the son of the great and late Al Merrick. And uh, yep, I sort of listened to a podcast a while back on. Um, so he's a pastor, hey? Is that right, Britt Merrick? Uh I don't know if he's a pastor now, but... Um, he's definitely like the head of some church or something. Not sure. I don't yeah. think I heard that when, when uh, he was getting interviewed on, the, on Sir Splendor, but... Unless I dreamt that, but if someone can correct me, correct me, I'm pretty sure that Britt Merrick is a pastor. Well, Let's uh, do a little Google search. Might well, be, mate. Whilst I'm doing that, I would like to make a nomination for the Clive Palmer Cup, yeah, and mate, it goes to all of the bloody companies in Australia that have been tripling doubling and tripling their profit over the past 12 months over the past tax year whilst taking 400 million dollars worth of job keeper supplements from the government are you kidding me no i look into this it's fucking bullshit all these companies have double triple their profit and not giving the job keeper back even though that was to make sure that their their uh, uh employees didn't lose their job fuck so so hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah. it was it was so easy to to scam though. Like yeah, it was just set up for a scam. But all the reportings and, out and now, a so. legitimate scam too. It was a, yeah. I think a lot of employees um, would have taken the piss out of that. Anyway. I'm leaving pastoral life. There you go. He was a pastor, but he's okay. no longer a pastor. He's probably too busy with. Uh, Channel Islands, because I know he's he's taken that on board full time. Pastor Britt's retirement. There you go. All right. So, given that the JobKeeper system has been so rorted, I'm giving this to, in particular, Jerry Harvey from Harvey Norman. You oh. fucking greedy old prick. How much? How much did he scam? 
I think he got like 120 million dollars in JobKeeper and Fuck. has given like 10 back. So yes, how much has he got to give back? He's given. I think he's given 10 back. Fuck. Give the rest back. He's made like 400 million dollar profit. Fucking hell. Yeah. This is money that we're paying for our taxes, yeah, mate. Yeah. Now that's great. You know, you've you've actually probably got legitimate employees that are just suffering, and he's just um he's probably sacked them, yeah, and still claimed them as a, as working there and, <laughs> and, and, and taking the money. It's unbelievable, you fucking greedy. No, fat that's freak. that that's got Clive Palmer written all over it. Clive Palmer Cup goes to Jerry Harvey from Harvey Norman. Fuck you yes. loser. Okay, so let's get back on the positive side of things, as as he likes to say. Steve Irwin, salute. Have you got anything, mate? Yeah, I do. I do. Um, I know as he talked about it a couple of episodes ago, Brad Norris had a pretty bad injury out at the box. Yep. But I was reading something and he gave a he gave a bit of shout out to three people for rescuing him out at the box. So I guess my Steve Irwin goes out to uh, Chopper Reed, Ben Spence and Driftwood Photography for their huge efforts in rescuing uh, Brad Norris out in the box. Um, Good on you boys, getting back like, to uh, beach safely. Yeah, they fucking done an awesome job. They pulled him out of the water and uh, got him to safety and I think uh, all the rest of the uh, the medics and the different folks got involved uh, to help him out. So I know Brad did mention, um, you know, Ben, Tom, Chop, B-Rad, Shane, Luke, like a whole bunch of uh, Steve Irwin's there now. They're just helping a, a fellow mate out out in the surf. That a few was of the mate River locals there as well. So, yeah, good on you boys doing the right thing, helping helping our fellow surfer out. And, um, yeah, we do tend to be a little bit selfish with surfing, but I think when someone does get in trouble, we're always going to be there to help them out. So, good on you. What about you, Namu? Yeah, I've um, I've yeah, I've got a couple actually, but the first one I wanted to mention was all the athletes in the Paralympic Games. Fuck yeah, it's been fucking incredible, mate. Some of the um, my young bloke Bo has been super, super into it. I think their school is uh, talking about it during the um, during the day in the class, and yep. uh, yeah, it's really inspirational to see not just their efforts, but just being really um transparent about how much it actually means to them and lots of emotion involved and yeah it's i thought the olympics were really good as well but i think the uh paralympics have been incredible i think it's provided a, you know a, a positive light on things with the whole olympics and the paralympics just with the current situation around the world and even though a lot of people were against the olympics going ahead but i just think it's provided something for some of these athletes and you know, just some sort of positivity in their lives, and uh, yep. I think I think we've actually really enjoyed it. You know, so yeah, it's been really good, been really good. Um, and the other one that I had was for a friend of the podcast, Chris Bins, is up in the northwest currently, and he's raising a shit ton of money for Surf Aid. I think it's Surf Aid. Is that right? Surf Aid. Yeah, Surf Aid. You surf every day in September. Surf every day in September. Yeah. yeah. So, um, good on you, Binsy. You're a champion and doing some good work and getting some. Uh, some really, really needed funds for the... Uh, Indonesia, yeah, isn't it? No, Indonesia, yeah. A lot of the Indonesian coastal communities are doing it tough at the moment with no no to little tourism and uh, Bloody oath. all the other you know problems that they have in their communities already without having any income coming in. So, yeah, good on you, Binzi. And uh, everyone else, I think um, Wooly... Wooly McPherson, another friend of the podcast. Make, raising some much-needed funds for that, so... Get amongst it and uh, donate to Binzi and donate to Wooly and uh, anyone else that you want to donate to. 
And uh, yeah, let's uh, get these Indonesian communities back on track. They're really struggling at the minutes. It'd be great to surf every day, Nami. Yeah, it'd be great to surf Especially every day. Especially good waves. Yeah. Probably need a bit of Voltaire and, um, by day five. But, um. <laughs> yeah, your wetsuit rash for your wet, uh, <laughs> getting board short rash even though you're wearing a wetsuit. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. We should. T-Bone has just mentioned the uh, Barrel Surf Podcast t-shirts. They look pretty good, don't they? Fucking look fancy, mate. I was uh, had mine on the other day. and uh, Did you? We're going to tell the listeners that they might be available. Yeah, or, uh, go on. If you want to get yourself a Barrel Surf Podcast t-shirt, direct message us. Uh, it's uh, Barrel Podcasts on Instagram or you can email me at barrelpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, we will hook you up with one of these T-shirts. We're going to charge 40 bucks, I think, uh, including postage, unless it's over, over in California or something, then it's probably a bit more. But 40 bucks, including postage, it's, uh, yeah, I can tell you that Pretty we're good not... Pretty good quality tees. Yeah, the AS color tees, they're really good quality. We're not making any money pretty much on that. It's just uh, a couple of bucks here and there to um, take care of a little bit of admin. So, uh, yeah, if you if you do want one of those tees, they're pretty sick, um, email me, like I said, or direct message us and we'll get one to you. Fuck yeah. Well, Nami, what do you reckon? It's probably time we uh, go have a couple of beers in the local. And, yeah, let's uh, go to the pub. Call it a... Let's go to the Dunsford Tavern, mate. And have call a, it a wrap. Have a little bit of food. I think we're going to catch up with uh, Boise from Coastal Life Surf and have a little beverage with him and maybe some dinner. So, um, yeah, wrap this one up, hey, T-Bone? Yes, mate. Yep. Nah, so all the dads out there on Sunday, probably re- release this episode after that, but I uh, hope everyone's dad, or if you are a dad, you're going well. And uh, a shout out to all the dads in heaven too. Um, yeah, if your dad's not around, we hope you're uh, okay. And uh, yeah, all the best to you as well. And uh, fucking looking forward to the final, Sammy. Yes, mate. There's a final on tonight, Geelong versus GWS. So hopefully GWS take the chocolates there. And uh and the, grand, and the grand final is going to be in Perth. Yeah, beauty. Fuck yeah. Sorry, If anyone Victorians. knows how we can get some tickets, uh, hit us up as well and we'll give you a free T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody oath. Thanks for listening to Barrel Surf Podcasts. I have been Namu and we've had T-Bone as well. We'll get Adsy back for the next episode, we promise. And uh, catch you next time. Yeah. Yeah.